This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. a great Thursday here in Cape Town and it's voice of change time with myself Lauren Jacobs on Cape Pulpit I hope that you've been having a good afternoon and a great week I hope that you've been feeling inspired and completely blessed throughout this week and you know what I know that it's winter and we're setting down into the real cold weather and the rain but I hope that you've also just been blessed that is my prayer for you today I know that there's so much going on in our world and still continues to go on in our country lots of things that we are praying about lots of things that we are thinking about as people as a nation but maybe be inspired and blessed may God's presence and sweet presence be with us today on the show there's a lot happening and i'm super excited because we're going to be touching on financial literacy for kids which is super important topic that we hardly ever speak about or hear about and if only so many of us you know i hear it a lot of the time with adults if only so many of us you know had been financially educated you know not just on simple things but given some financial education from a young age how different life would be or how different choices, you know, many of us would make or individuals always lament that we should have some kind of education on finances. And I absolutely agree. I think that it needs to be something we teach to kids. And so today on the show, I am joined by an incredible woman, Gugu Sadaki. And now Gugu has 12, over 12 years experience in the wealth management industry. And her career actually started out in stockbroking and she was later introduced to wealth management where she serviced high net worth individuals and she has not looked back since. She's also started My Three Piggies, which is all about creating financial literacy for children and teaching them how to be financially literate people, but also individuals who become adults who have good character and can make good money management decisions. And that's so important. So today on the show, myself and Gugu, we want to inspire you and we want to empower you with tools on how to do this for your children. And I also have Abungile Kwaza, who is with me today. She's a licensed social worker and she also started an organization, a nonprofit called Help a Girl Campaign. And the whole reality of Help a Girl Campaign is all about promoting free sanitary products for young girls and also teaching them about menstrual hygiene, educating them and their families in that area because there's still a lot of, you know, silence around menstruation in many different communities families actually often do not talk to their children especially young girls about menstruation what's going to happen and so you know what abongile is so passionate about teaching and educating on good menstrual health practices but also you know just an understanding of what it is and she's also adopted some schools and is providing free sanitary products to those schools so incredible so i have two incredible women on the show with me today we're going to get into like i said you know serving communities helping with free sanitary products giving that menstrual hygiene education and also then some tips and tricks and tools some powerful tools with gugu sadaki on how to inspire empower 
challenge and just really build into our children a lifestyle, a mindset and a character that will be good when it comes to finances, you know, right from being young, right from toddler time straight up until adulthood. How powerful is that? So you don't want to go anywhere. It's going to be a great show today. And Abongile is with me after this. Joining me on the show today, Abongile or Abby, as we're also going to be referring to her during the show. And she is such an incredible human being. But before we get into who she is and what she is doing, Abby, welcome to Voice of Change today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Now, you know what? You are so incredible because I've been following all your work with this incredible organization Mm. that you have called, it is such an incredible Mm. organization called Help a Girl Campaign. Yes. Now, Mm. tell us, tell all the listeners, what exactly does Help a Girl do? What is it about? You know, because it, it functions in many different areas, but has one big, big heart. So what does Help a Girl do? Yeah. All right, so Help a Girl um, organization was established in 2017 um, with an aim of educating and empowering young girls, mostly especially focusing on menstrual health and hygiene management. Mm-hmm. All right, um, so in the past, I used to teach a dance, so at one time there was this one girl who started to have her periods for the first time, and she didn't know what was going on. She was so scared to go home. She thought that she was raped. Mm-hmm. So um, at that time, I had to stop the session because we were only we were there for the dance. But I had to stop the session and educate the girls as to what was going on because the boys were also laughing at her. So mm-hmm. I had to um, help her understand what is going on that menstruation. It's a normal thing that happens to every woman, and it doesn't mean that she's raped. So um, it was also important for me to go to her family and explain to her mom. So basically that is how um, the organization started. I saw that there's a huge need or a gap on educating young girls about menstrual health and as well educating parents about it. So I started collecting sanitary products from friends, families, you know, um, yeah, my first launch was in Stellenbosch in Kaya Monday because mm-hmm. that is where the, the goal um, or the dance session was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how we started. Um, so for the past five years, or like in September, Help a Girl Mark, five years now. And so we continue to go to different schools. We're all about just educating as well as encouraging girls to believe in the power of their dreams. And um, we focus on different topics like with self-love, mm. self-esteem, self-confidence, as well as helping them to um, choose career choices. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, we have about 10 brand ambassadors in different um, provinces in the Western Cape, Eastern Cape, in Joburg, and Kenya, as well as in Nigeria. So mm. we have been growing. Um, yeah, we have been growing a lot um, yeah. Mm. I love this because, you know, sometimes we hear, and it's really, really good, we hear about a lot of people doing sanitary pad collections, you know, and then distributing. Yeah. But what you're also talking about and referring to is something that's so important. It's also education on, you know, what menstruation really is, what how, what should parents know. And um, I remember mm. my mom actually telling me that when she 
was you know really young obviously a young teen and she started menstruating for the first time she also didn't know what was happening you know and it's it's Mm -hmm. such a reality we don't really think about it often but there Mm -hmm. are young girls that will start menstruating and they actually don't know what is happening you know they haven't received that education and that's this Mm -hmm. is what you're doing right and it's so so awesome And we also find out that sometimes they don't go to school because it's either they do not know how to deal with the period pains that comes with menstruation. So we'll educate them on how they can deal with period pains or also maybe just to make sure that they have access to sanitary products because they miss two to three days of school, you know, each month mm-hmm. because they don't have access to these sanitary products. And I think what I like the most about Helpable is the fact that we already have a relationship with different schools so that mm-hmm. at least we give um, three supplies, like for three months, at least a girl can't have for, for three months. So, and also it encourages more sustainability in it. Mm. So, yeah, I like the educational part of it because um, there's more than just giving, you know, sanitary product. So mm. I believe in the power of education. Mm. Absolutely. And I know that, you know, it, you also have a passion for mentorship. And I think that that is yes. something that you talk about. You have, I've heard you speak about this before. You know, what role mm-hmm. does mentorship play in the work of Help a Girl campaign? Is it something that you really, really focus on and invest a lot of time into? Because I think mentorship is just so mm-hmm. powerful and so needed for our young generation. We read a lot about, you know, youth unemployment and what's the hope that, you know, we have for the future and what about our young girls? And so mentorship is so powerful. Is this something that you invest a lot of time in? Um, yes, so I have about 10 girls that have been mentoring them for a long term, all right? Mm. So what I focus on is education, their spiritual journey as well, and just checking up on their well-being on how they are doing. So I, it's like we make sure, I make sure that at least we meet either once or twice a month. So I'm more like guiding them and as well encouraging them to actually have somebody that they are mentoring, either educationally or spiritually as well, because that's how we take accountability of, of each other, all right? And as well, the people that I'm actually running the organization with, it's the same girl that I mentored them when they were young, maybe like 16, 15 years old. Like the other three um, brand ambassadors that I have, they actually one of them is currently um, shop right campaign manager at the moment, and the other one is counselor. So at that time, we were all, um, I was older than them, but they were younger than me. Um, but we were, I was more of that girl who is encouraging them about believing in their dreams, you know, um, going after whatever they want to achieve. And now we are saving together. So I think there's a lot of power on that as well, helping them with finding jobs. Um, so that is what I encourage on a lot, very intentionally, because I think mentorship, when I need to be intentional, you know, mm-hmm. about growing that relationship and taking accountability of um, the mentees and as well encouraging them to do the same thing to their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's one thing that I focus on a lot and we are growing now because they also have their mentees. Mm. That is so awesome because as well, like you said, you know, 
you started working with them and started being their mentor mm-hmm. now they're working also alongside you and having their own mentees and i think that that's isn't that the purpose of mentorship sometimes we yeah. think it's you know okay we're just going to help a person to a certain point and they're just going to go on mm-hmm. their way you know but it's almost it, it really is discipleship it's really just yeah kind of raising someone up and also you know like giving them places to share leadership responsibilities and that's so beautiful and i love that you're doing that and you mentioned earlier on yeah. when we were chatting about kaya mandi i know that two years ago we had alex namavuka on the show and she was talking about the incredible work that she was doing and all that she is doing in kaya mandi now you grew up in Stellenbosch and attended kaya mandi high school so do you still go back and work with the girls in kaya mandi is that a, you know kind of a community that's very close to your heart as well um yes it is i still go back every time i think i was actually with alex about two months ago mm. with her um young mother so i was also there um to facilitate one of their sessions so it's always incredible for me to go back and share my experience and motivate you know the young girls who still um you know discovering their identity discovering their purpose and passion um, so it's one of the communities that I constantly keep on going back with the schools as well. Um, yeah, so mm. I'm really mostly there most of the time. Mm. Yeah. That's really, really awesome. And I love the work that's happening in the community in Kayamandi. And we've spoken about it so much on Voice of Change. And so many of the girls have come yeah. and shared. And it's been yeah. so awesome. And I love what the women are doing. Also, like you said, the young mothers and, and just the yeah. mentorship and the community. It's so, so incredible. And, you know, that's so special, even for the listeners listening, you know, these are things that's happening in our, you know, communities. And it's so, so powerful and just incredible mm-hmm. woman just doing such incredible things. And Abby, I really wanted to ask you, you know, when we talk about, you know, sanitary towels and, you know, providing sanitary towels to girls, we know that it, it is quite costly. So do you find yeah. that that donations are a problem like that do people know that they need to give you know do you have regular drives where people can you know donate pads or is there a way that you just do this do you have regular donors or is it sometimes a bit of a hiccup to to get in everything that's needed to help so many girls Mm, yeah so we always need um like donations all right like for example in salon bosch i have already three schools that I committed to at least support them like every month because there's always a need, you know, mm-hmm. for goals. Um, so what happens is I always encourage my friends, families or writing letters to like different retail stores for support. Sometimes you do get donations, you know, mm-hmm. um, like I think now due to COVID-19, the donations have been coming a little bit slow. But I mean, still always amazing to get different people wanting to to donate, you know, mm-hmm. recently we just received the, the washable pads. I'm not sure if you heard about it, but yeah, the washable pads that we have to receive and menstrual cups that we have receiving. So we still continue to collect and, you know, still donate because we want girls not to miss school. We want girls to, for their for for their dignity to be restored. Okay, yeah. So that whenever there's some a girl who's writing an email to us, wanting sanitary products that we have something to give so we always um you know we always need more donations and to keep the organization going because we don't want to do a one-off thing we want to keep on um helping schools 
Yeah. And with Mandela mm. Day coming, a lot of people always say, you know, oh, it's Mandela Day. So, you know, like, you know, sometimes people are like, okay, we, just, just in the, just in the spirit <laughs> a little bit of it, you know, maybe it's not a big yeah. thing to some people, but it's kind of like, okay, in the spirit of it, we give 67 Rand to somewhere, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, coming on, on Sunday. And it's such a, mm. such a cool time to just, you know, sometimes a lot of people, do live life and they don't they don't often you know give donations or give things and i'm trusting my listeners are those who are always you know open and and giving things and whether it be to whatever kind of organization but it's always good to even for mandela day just just because you know to just do it and so if people want to really just find out more about help a girl and you know the sanitary pads and and maybe they want to do you know what's really cool and so i've seen a lot of people do this and i did this one here is to instead of getting birthday Mm -hmm. presents for my birthday I invited everybody whatever they would spend on a birthday present say it's 200 rand to buy sanitary pads to that value you know and then bring it to my house and then we will go distribute it to the organization that's really really something to consider so if people want to do that or you know they want to just learn more do you have a website that they can go to how do they you know keep up to date with what you're up to yeah. All right. So we do have a website where people can actually go and check the work that we are doing as well as on our Facebook page or Instagram. The way the website is www.helpgirl.org.za mm-hmm. and the um, Facebook page or Instagram page, it's Help a Girl Campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe writing an email, um, which is info at helpgirl.org.zm. Yes. Awesome. You know, Abby, I also want to just close with with uh, asking you something that is so really, really cool, that's really special, mm-hmm. is that you are a finalist in the Humanitarian Awards Global in 2021. <laughs> and that's really, really cool. You are a finalist. I mean, this is a global humanitarian awards and um, in the area of the physical and mental disability category, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. You know, what, what would this award mean to you if you actually – I mean, obviously, you've now received this nomination, and that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. What would it mean to you if you actually won? You know, what what do you feel this uh-huh. award would actually mean? Would it do something more for the organization as well? What would this mean? Sure, it will really mean a lot. I mean, I'm already encouraged more to continue educating families and, and, and communities about the different types of disabilities, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will really give me that platform to, to, to impact in different communities, you know, to continue doing the work. So it will really mean a lot. And um, I'm excited because I'm still the top-up girl presenting South Africa. Mm. <laughs> so it's really amazing. Um, yeah. But it will really, uh, you know, give me that courage um, to, to continue to, to, to educate and do more community projects mm. because I think a lot of, people don't understand the different types of disabilities, you know. And currently, as a professional social worker, I'm in the space where I work with children and adults with severe intellectual disabilities. My role is to educate, help mothers or fathers to understand what a disability is, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, because they still have a challenge on that. So it will just help me to to encourage and giving hope to families who are... um, have children or adults with um, intellectual disabilities. So it would be great. I'll be so excited. 
Mm, that's so beautiful and I'll, I'll definitely be keeping my eye on that you know for that announcement and really just praying that God will just bless you and be with you and you know mm. just bless this incredible work that you're doing with Help a Girl campaign and thank it's so, so incredible thank you thank you and you know may God bless you as well for this award you know we are just <laughs> we're just excited yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me in this platform. It's so amazing to always share about Help a Girl. Mm. <laughs> it's a motivation for me too and for other people as well, I'm sure. Yeah, it's such a been so great to just be with you and to just be hearing from you. And just to remind my listeners, you know, if they want to connect, it's helpagirl.org.za. And also on Facebook or Instagram, it's helpagirl campaign. Go on over and, you know, just see all the beautiful things that Abby and the team are doing and all these amazing campaigns that they do and get involved. And Abby, again, thank you for being with me today. And you know what? May God just richly bless you and take care. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And God bless you too. Thank you, Lauren. Gu, thank you so much for being with me today. I know that we're going to be having such a great conversation. I let my listeners know a little bit earlier on what we're going to be talking about. We, you know, talking about My Three Piggies and also financial literacy for children which is a topic in a conversation that we don't hear about very often. So it's so fascinating and so insightful. I know that we're going to be having some great wisdom given by you today. But firstly, before we get into that, welcome to the show today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lauren, and good day to all your listeners. Now, I know that you are obviously a CFP and you've been involved with wealth management for a very long time. But now, you know, you started something so phenomenal, My Three Piggies. And really, again, like I said, about financial literacy for children in particularly. What led you to kind of do this? Because that was kind of my wonder when I was reading all about it. And I was like, wow, this is Mm. so important. I'm sure that in your field, you know, you've met probably a lot of adults who have said, wow, Mm. I wish somebody had taught me this Mm. when I was younger. Mm. I wish someone had empowered Mm. me financially because throughout our Mm. lives, we're dealing with finances. But yet we don't Mm. have this, you know, education that we are given. So what led you to start Mm. My Three Piggies? Oh, it's exactly that. <laughs> um, I, as, as a big part of what I do um, as a financial advisor, I, I teach. So I, I host, we host financial literacy classes for, for our, some of our clients and, and non-clients. So people who are interested in learning a little bit more about personal finance. And at the end of all of those sessions, um, I, I, I get at least half of, of the audience, you know, saying to me, I, I really wish... I'd learned or I'd had this information as a child, mm. you know, and then from there, the, the because a lot of the people that we have access to have children or have access to children. Mm. And they, they've often requested um, during those sessions, at the end of those sessions, for us to make this information available to children. And so after a number of requests, um, I, I, I decided to, because I, I do enjoy writing um, as, 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 as just in general. So I write for our business and in general. And, and when the request came, I just, it wasn't a hard sell. Um, it was quite easy for me to to put pen to paper and to sort of make this information um, available for, for children in a way that makes sense for them. That's essentially how it came about. Hmm. I love that. So what exactly you've, you've now also alluded to the fact that you do some amazing literature and write some amazing literature. What else do you do with My Three P's? 
Um, we have money tins. Um, and that's something that we've we've done quite recently. Um, and I'll tell you why. I, I because of, of, of the work that I do, I'm quite conscious about the material that's available to children regarding financial literacy and how to get them to start saving. And if you shop around, it's very difficult for you to find money tins. Um, I've, I've been to a number of, of, of outlets where I would expect to find them and it's, it's hard. And if you do find them, they're not necessarily appropriate for children. They're either made of glass or, or some other material that just doesn't make sense for children, which is why we started selling um, a many tins for children. Um, before lockdown, we started hosting financial literacy sessions for children. Um, we hosted a couple of those and, and it was really, really exciting. Um, since lockdown, we've decided not to take the responsibility of potentially exposing children to COVID. So we, we, we've put a halt on those. Um, I We often um, put out um, just, you know, so, some posts around um, the, the terminology um, when it comes to financial literacy and financial terms. Mm. So what is saving? What is philanthropy? Those kind of things. And we, we produce video content. And in fact, it's something that we, we're looking to do more and more of, um, sort of to get children um, excited and interested in in the world of, of finance. Mm. It's so true what you just said about money tins, because my sister-in-law was looking for you know, what she would call a piggy bank. You know, we, mm. we had them when we were growing up and she was looking mm. for one for my for my niece. And she's been yeah. looking everywhere for one that's yeah. appropriate and just could yeah. not find an appropriate money. You don't team. find them. It's you weird. You really don't find them. It's actually quite shocking. Yeah. It's quite it, shocking. But it, yeah, it, we have it them, is. so if anybody's interested, they're there. Oh, that would be awesome. And I'll definitely, you know, share that link as well later on in the awesome. show because money tins, it's exactly so when... When I heard that she couldn't find one, I was quite taken back and mm. thinking, actually, why not? You know, why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what's so interesting is I have a piggy bank from when I was 14, which was a very long time mm. ago. And I actually just mm. gave her that one. <laughs> I was like, here we go. Sure. So my yeah. money turn, you know, that's like 20 years yeah. old, I had yeah. to give one over. And it's, it's so interesting yeah. that, you know, but you know what? It's, it's so, it's so incredible to be thinking about financial literacy for children. We've also heard, and I've heard many people talk about that in fact in our mm. schools we should be taught mm. financial literacy mm. you know we're given mm. guidance counseling or mm. life orientation and we taught about all these mm. other things and sure okay accounting you know and learn how to balance the yeah. books but that's not financial yeah. literacy and no. you know no. shouldn't we be obviously as adults we're trying to do that for our children but shouldn't we be mm. really really seeing a bit of a change come when it is around financial literacy and maybe even in schools having this given yeah. to children yeah i agree with that and and the thing about money is is it's it's like health um i say this all the time whenever i have the opportunity money is like health um it affects absolutely everything about you and your life and you cannot get around that mm. so why not equip children um with the skills the necessary skills to manage their finances effectively because ultimately um a lack of financial literacy Literacy means that you cannot handle your money properly, which means that you are a financial delinquent. Mm. Uh, that affects not just your family, but it affects society. It affects government, um, who which will ultimately have to look after you in your old age. And that's exactly what you don't want. So to circumvent that, it would make sense for you to teach children at a very young age so that they become financially responsible adults, so that they are better citizens mm. and therefore not, not not too dependent on the state. But yeah, it's, 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 it's not happening at the moment. And it's a big wonder.
That is a big wonder. And, you know, we're trying to, you know, inspire a generation who are financially literate, who are financially secure. And that's what we really want to do. So what would the first steps be if there's someone listening today that's saying, oh, my goodness, I love what you're talking yeah. about and I want to do this with my children. Yeah. Where do I begin? Yeah. You know, is it a, you know, do I have to consider their age firstly? How, you know, yeah. how old or yeah. how young is too young for them to start to know about money? And what would be the first yeah. steps to teaching, you know, yeah. financial literacy, maybe even to young? kids yeah the first thing to know about about financial literacy about financial habits um is 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 that they formed by the time you're seven like your personality so your, your personality takes shape by the time you're seven and that's a very big indicator of the adult that you're likely to be and and to change that is very difficult so you want to influence that behavior um, a lot sooner. And, and and if you think about it, um, children at, at age seven don't have money of um, they don't work. So where do they get these habits from? You know, they get them from their parents or, or the dominant adult in their lives who model the behavior. So if you are constantly whipping out your credit card um, at the shops, um, if, if you're constantly giving in to your children's every whim whenever you're at the shops or whatever it is that they want, they, that sends a message to the child and eventually they become that kind of adult. So um, the first and I think most important thing for adults or, or adults who have access to children uh, to be aware of is that you you are modeling the behavior. So you first need to behave in a particular way mm. with money around children. The second thing is that you need to teach, they need to see you living um, um, good financial habits or exhibiting good financial habits. And one of the first things that you can do for them is, is to talk. You know, we, we live in a society, in fact, and it's not just South Africa, and it's not just a race thing. It's, it's, it's people in general, globally. People find it very difficult to talk about money or to have constructive conversations mm-hmm. about money. Um, and so we need to get into the habit of, 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 of talking to children and to talking to ourselves, so adults amongst ourselves, um, about money. And, and not just talking about money, but having constructive conversations about money. So don't just tell your child that you don't have money and you leave it at that, because that's how we grew up, right? Every time you yeah. asked for anything, I remember my mom would say, I don't have it. You know, and that's the, that's the end of the discussion. But it doesn't really give insight and and you keep making the request because you don't know why your mother doesn't have money mm. you know so when when you don't have the money to spend on your child explain to them that that money is a finite resource you know it's not something that i can just casually dish out at, at every opportunity mommy or daddy works very hard i i have i earn a specific amount of money you don't necessarily have to disclose the exact amount of money mm. and and then compare that to to the the household expenses and show it to your child and say 10 rand comes in nine rand goes out it means there's a rand left and the things that you want cost five rand is that possible yes or no and you know allow them to arrive at a conclusion that makes sense for them so so you you need to understand as the adult that they're watching you and that's where they're learning all of these good and bad behaviors Mm. and then secondly thirdly you need to teach your children to 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 plan so whenever you go to the shops even if it's a fake budget do it you know, sit there and talk to them about, you know, we're going to the shops, I'm taking you with, this is what we're going to buy because this is what we need, you know. Mm. If there's any money left over, um, we'll buy some of the things that you want, but let's talk about it up front, long before we get to the queues, because you don't want to have this discussion mm. in the sin aisle where the child, I mean, my children do it all the time, where they <laughs> see the, the chips, they see the chocolates yes. and all of those things. So have that discussion up front, manage their expectations so that they learn to self-regulate as well. And then they become those kind of adults as well, where they understand that they need to plan, and then they understand that they need to live within their means. 
Mm. And then finally, you need to teach your children to save. So teach them that they can't consume everything that they have. So because there's a rand left over, it doesn't mean we need to spend it. Mm. You know, emergencies happen. And there's going to come a time where you're no longer able to earn an income. That money, the money that you currently have now is going to save you in those times. So put it away, you know, commit to a savings product or committed to an investment product that's ultimately going to grow your money in the end. So mm. we, we need to learn to have constructive conversations with children about money. Mm, I love that as well because I know, you know, for many of us growing up, our parents didn't talk about money. Mm-hmm. Even even like you say now, you know, even among us as adults, we don't, you know, talk a lot about money and there's a lot of belief sometimes and mm. I've heard it where people say, you know, we don't tell other people about our finances or mm. we don't speak out mm. of the house, you know, and I mm. hear this mm. often, even among yeah. friends will say, oh, my husband doesn't yeah. want me to talk about our finances because it's mm. it's a private matter, you know, kind mm. of thing. But mm. maybe you don't have to disclose exactly how much you yeah. earn, but let's have those constructive yeah. conversations as adults because it so, almost seems that now we kind of have a shame you know, instead of just mm. being open, mm. it's almost like our finances are cloaked in shame because we don't want to talk about mm. it. It's so secretive. And Absolutely. it's a weird, it is weird a lot thing. Of shame. Mm. You know, there is a lot of shame that, that surrounds money and money habits, the lack of money. You know, there, there's, there's so many emotions that are attached to money and and that affects ultimately affects our habits with money. And, and we need to speak about it. Mm. Yeah, that's so true and so powerful. And I really, really, you know, want the listeners even today to consider having these conversations with our children, you know, with Mm -hmm. your children, with maybe, you know, children that you look after and just really teaching them also about saving. If we can have a a saving mindset from when we're young, we Mm -hmm. won't get into the Mm -hmm. traps that so many of us get into, so many young people get into as well, older people, and Mm -hmm. it becomes such a vicious cycle. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, we spoke about the money tins early on, you know, piggy banks. We loved putting Mm -hmm. money in there when we were young, and I used to Mm -hmm. love doing that. And uh, Mm -hmm. is there practical ways that that we should teach savings to our children? Is it really about just showing them putting money in the tin you know and eventually taking it out with them how do we practically show them the benefits of saving as well yeah Yeah. um i think it's important to to talk about to talk to children about wants and needs so um and and i often say that the house is your your house is is a great learning place for for wants and needs so take them through the entire house start in their bedroom you know show them the things that they have some of them and and differentiate between the wants and the needs the kitchen is a great place um, to teach children about wants and needs once they fully grasp the difference between wants and needs you can then start putting together a spending plan um for the household and if you don't want to do it household you can do it for them so but but you'd have to they would first have to earn money so you either give them the pocket money or they they have to do a few things in order to earn that money either way um they 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 must know that there's a specific amount of money that's available there's there's a list of wants and needs and that the needs have to be prioritized Mm. and if there is money left over you can allocate some of that money to once and even so um you should not be spending absolutely everything that you have as i said you need talk to them about emergencies. I mean, what we're experiencing now as a globe, you know, not just in South Africa, what's currently happening in, in, in the globe is a massive emergency. It's a state of emergency where people are losing their jobs. Uh, people are being retrenched. You know, people are having to 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 live with half of their salaries because their jobs have downscaled or whatever the case is. And a lot of people have been, have been struggling financially because they didn't have 
participate any of these these moments um, or instances where they would have to do with less or no money. And having an emergency fund is a great tool um, to protect you against instances like that and to buy you options and to buy you time and to stop you from getting into debt unnecessarily. So, but you'd need to demonstrate that to them in a way that makes sense for children. So what is an emergency in a child's life? Um, you know, a friend may may want to have a play date and you may want to take them, I don't know, to the mall or to go buy ice cream and you don't spend. Maybe it's 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 a family thing where you say, you know what, if you're if you're doing those kind of things, I'm not spending my money. You as the child who's earning money, you're gonna have to spend your own money. Yeah. And if you spend everything you have, you're not gonna be able to have money for moments or instances like that where you know you're able to be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And and little things like that are important to children. So they'll they'll know to prioritize their saving because it's going to affect their lifestyle with their friends for example mm-hmm. you know and then and then always allow them to to have things that they that they really want that are expensive but you don't provide those things so allow them to save and ultimately to invest demonstrate to them that sometimes you're not going to have enough money for the things that you want um, in the short medium or long term and that you're going to have to commit your funds to an investment product that's going to grow your money mm. to the things that you want in the future. So talk to them about investing. So investing in a very simple way that makes sense to children is using your money to make more money, you know, and, and that's where you, you can leave it. You can leave it there for a child that's that's really, really young. And then you say to them, we're going to put this money in an investment product where it's going to make money of its own. But guess what? It's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. We're going to have to wait for it, you know, for however long we, we wait for it. And, that's, and that, that teaches a child so many things. Firstly, the getting to the habit of saving consistently and then committing a product to an invest, I mean, committing their funds to an investment product and then waiting for that investment product to grow. So delayed gratification, you know, teaching them that I can't have everything I want right now, but I can have it later on with a bit of patience. Mm. And I think if you can, if you can teach your child that, I promise you, you are going to have a financially responsible adult that you will never have to teach about money ever again. Those are such powerful tools. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I know that even, you know, when we get, when we become adults and then we start investing our money and we haven't learned mm. that delayed gratification. Mm. I know so many people who get frustrated, you know, you, mm. they're investing their money in something and then they, they're supposed to wait for retirement. You know, it's a 20, yeah. 30 year yeah. reality. And then yeah. that frustration grows within the first few months, even then yeah. the frustration is real because we haven't actually learned from when we were children we that there's that delayed yeah. gratification. This yeah. is a long term yeah. reality. Yeah. It's not just, yeah, I'm putting absolutely. my money in for six months and then, you know, have yeah. all my retirement savings. <laughs> it doesn't exactly. work like that. It's so that's so exactly. powerful as well to really it is teaching financial literacy, but also teaching character in children as well to mm-hmm. become mm-hmm. these incredible adults that we want them to be. And what more do we yeah. want for our children, you know, to have that yeah. character? And I love that. And, you know, lastly, I also wanted to ask you, Gugu, about the books. We have alluded to it, and I think it's so powerful because literature for our children is so, so incredibly powerful, and it's such a beautiful way to teach financial literacy. So tell us a little bit about your books and where can people get them? Sure. So uh, I've written a series of three books. Um, The first one is Nyla and the Save Piggy Bank. And in that book, we're introduced to Nyla and her family, and she gets to learn about, you know, the very basic concept of of earning money um, and and how to put it away for the things that you want to spend your money on. Um, And then the story follows her through to the second book, which is Nyla and the Share Piggy Bank. And in that book, she she gets to to understand 
understand that she can't, this is where she gets to understand that she can't spend everything she has on herself. Mm. So we're teaching selflessness in children and we're teaching philanthropy because in the world that we live in today, there there is a lot for everybody, but not everybody has access to it. Yeah. And so we need to teach our children to our teach children to to share a little bit of what we have because ultimately um sharing is is a form of risk management because if if people don't have things that they need they're going to come get them in one way or another yeah. right and that's that's the way we have crime mm. um that's where we have all sorts of of, of social ills so we're trying to circumvent that and and at the same time teaching children just to be decent human beings and then in the third book, we teach Nala. It's it's Nala and the Invest Piggy Bank. This is where she, I mean, she 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 learns exactly what I alluded to earlier about delayed gratification. So, understanding that you know you're not always going to have enough money for the things that you want right now. Sometimes you're going to need to be saving consistently over time, and then allowing that money to grow to make more of its own money. So through investing. So she's introduced in a very basic way um, to the concept of investing. Um, and that's where she gets, you, well, you'll have to read the story, but she, there's mm. something quite big that she wants and her mom is just not going to spend her money on it. And Nala's going to have to to save and then ultimately invest her money until she gets whatever she wants. Um, the books are available on our platform and that's www.my3piggies.com and the number three, my3piggies.com. Um, if you buy the set, you get a 75 rand discount and we also sell the money tins on our platform as well. Mm, thank you so much for sharing that, Gugu. And get those money tins. Come on. I want everybody to get those money tins. And also these books are so incredible. I was having such a good browse at them yesterday when I was on the website. And this is really, really such powerful books, so needed for our children. And Gugu, I wanted to say thank you so much for being with me today. This has been insightful. It's been so incredibly insightful and it's been, you know, just inspiring to me as well, just even as an adult who doesn't have children. Thank you so much for being with me today. Often we talk about times have changed. We hear that a lot. We say, you know, times have changed or oh, it was different when I grew up or I hear people saying, oh, in those good old days or, you know, just the nostalgia that comes with thinking about yesterday or comes with thinking about, you know, the 50s or the 60s or whatever it was. But the truth is that the more we think about how times have changed, the more we realize how wonderfully blessed we truly are. And I think of my three piggies and I think of financial literacy. And I think that this was not something that was spoken about you know, even when I grew up in the 80s, my parents didn't think about financial literacy. Yes, we had conversations about finances, but we were not taught a lot about financial literacy. And even for yourself, if you think back on when maybe you were younger or when you were raising kids, it was never something we thought about. It was never something that we were taught to do. And though times have changed, they have changed also for the better. We now have incredible people who are teaching us that we can grow amazing, money smart children. And how powerful is that? We also have incredible people like Abby, who is really, really just serving communities, serving girls and empowering them in their lives, not only by providing free sanitary products, but also through mentorship and helping them rise up and then them too, mentoring others. In effect, the women that I spoke to on the show today are all doing such incredible things that are changing lives in different ways. And that is 
the purpose of life. It's this incredible purpose to change and impact and empower so many people's lives. And when we're living in line with our purpose and we are fully doing what God has called us to do in our different areas, then we are going to impact such change. And I'm so excited about that. And so just to remind you again, if you want to go on over and grab those money turns or you want to you know, find out more about My Three Piggies, go on over to www.my3piggies.com. And if you want to connect with Abongile and the Helper Girl campaign, don't forget it's helpergirl.org.za. And you can find both organizations as well on social media, Helper Girl campaign or my three piggies i hope that you've been inspired maybe you've taken some notes don't forget if you've missed out maybe you were driving in your car and you were listening and you were like oh my goodness i need to write some of these points down i want to have these conversations with my kids and you missed it because you couldn't grab that pen because you were trying to be a good driver. Well, you know what? Do not worry because you can go on over to our website, kpulpit.co.za. We have the podcast section. Click on podcast and go on down to Voice of Change. And there you will see all the shows, the show including and you'll be able to listen back or you'll be able to share it with friends and go on over and do that last week's show the week before all the shows that have been this year are up there on podcast so just go on over to the website click podcast and click on voice of change and you'll be able to hear this back and all the other ones and now you can take extensive notes when you are listening back it's been so good to be with you today on voice of change may you have a blessed weekend you know a safe one keep safe stay warm see you soon This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.